the Batman, created by artist <clears throat> Bob Kane and the writer Bill Finger in 1939. He's been a huge worldwide success for as long as I can remember. And his backstory is both tragic and astonishing. So, the Batman is what we're getting into on this week's episode of the Random Highway Podcast. Come hang out. to another episode of the Random Highway Podcast. I am your host, Patrick, and again this week I am joined by a guest. This week's guest happens to be my son, Blake. Hi. And today we are getting into Batman. He has been done and <laughs> redone by so many actors on in the big screen, and well... I don't think he's ever been redone on a small screen. It's only been Adam West mm-hmm. on TV. But, um, yeah. He is by far the only superhero with no powers that can stand shoulder to shoulder with Superman, Wonder Woman. Well, Green Arrow. Okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> but, unlike Green Arrow, Batman's the boss. Mm-hmm. Batman's in charge. So, <clears throat> that's what we're getting into. He lost his parents at what? Crime eight? Alley? Yep. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, side note. That was a terrible idea for his parents to begin with. Why in the hell are you going to take a shortcut through somewhere called Crime Alley? It's mm. like me taking a vacation in Murderville. <laughs> no. <Yep. laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> Of this side tangent. Anyway, <laughs> after losing his parents at a young age, he spent the rest of his life and his fortune on turning his body and mind into a weapon. He's got degrees and everything from criminal justice to aerospace engineering. <laughs> he speaks multiple languages. He's a master of just about every martial art. There he is. And he has built himself up to a point where he is capable of, you know... Anything. Yeah. Like kicking Superman's ass. (laughs) Like he did in... Hell, what's the... Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice? Yeah. Not the movie, though. The uh, actual comic. Uh, I don't remember the name of it either. Uh... (laughs) But, so what do you, you want to stay on the comic side or you want to jump more into the... We can do whatever. We can do comic. We can do movies, the game. How about we do all of them? All right. First, we're going to jump into the comics. Batman has died a surprisingly large number of times for somebody who is human, died and came back. His first sidekick. Dick Grayson? 
Yes, that was the first. Uh, was Jason Todd the second? He was the second. Second Robin. Tim Drake was the third, third and Damian Wayne the fourth. Okay. Well, was Damian Wayne before or after? Um, I want to say after. No, Tim. I mean the the girl. There was a female Robin. Yes, Carrie Kelly, I think was her name. She was Robin when um, the comic book where he <clears throat> came out of retirement and eventually ended up kicking Superman's ass. Mm, didn't know there was a female. Or heard of the female, but I didn't know it was fan made. No, it was actually part of the comics. You got to go back and do your reading, man. I probably will. <laughs> now, first off, before we get into the comic book world, do you actually think a Batman could get away with that in the real world? Um, the way how Batman, and we like, if he was, this was a real thing, it depends on because of the the way how he works his technology and how he keeps his stuff anonymous. I'll say he would probably get away with it, like probably like a month, because you know how governments are; they will they will easily find that out soon. I totally agree. It's the kind of gadget, the kind of gadgetry, the military grade. Vehicles and weapons, he wouldn't last long without them figuring it out because they'd be able to spot who manufactures. It'd be easy. You just got to target the rich. Who's the one person with all that money in their hands? Yep. And who else would have a reason to want to clean up Gotham? It's not like his, um, what happened to his parents isn't, it's public record. You can easily go find it out. That always boggled my mind as to how nobody figured out Bruce Wayne was Batman. It's like, dude. He literally lives in a building. He his Wayne Tower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the only person with the kind of well, money and he has time. Two to towers. One's Plaza and one's the actual tower. Wayne Enterprises. Well, there you go. I don't think he'd be able to last that long either. In reality. Mm-hmm. Now that we've gotten that part out of the way. Which do you prefer, the Thomas Wayne who used pistols or Bruce Wayne? I gotta say Bruce Wayne because that falls raids on. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. You didn't find out about Thomas Wayne and Flashpoint until later. Yeah, I prefer the guns because kills. <clears throat> it's like this: the one. The biggest way to get rid of the problem, like of Joker killing people all the time, take him out. Well, you know, if you lock him up, you've seen from personal experience that he's going to break out. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. He will escape. You know this. Why keep sending him back to prison? Well, if you do revenge, what kind of like blind? Like that ain't the way, though. If we're Okay, if we're talking about Batman's code of ethics, then yeah, no, that's not the way to go because he's one of the good guys. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, after a certain point. Well, think about it. Say if he did kill, would he start getting used to that, though? Because he can just easily just start killing whoever he wants to do, though. Yes, because that would make sure that the Penguin and the Riddler and Joker and Bane and all these people wouldn't keep... But that would make escaping. him also it would make him also criminal himself too because he's also the one killing people. Uh huh. I see where you're going there. 
Your logic is sound. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know if Batman would be of an age to still physically do what he does. Considering the amount of time that it would take to get all the knowledge that he needs in. He'd be old by the time he got all the degrees, all of the fighting skills. He'd be the baddest senior citizen on the block, but I don't know if he'd be the young, strong guy that beats the shit out of bad guys all the time. Well, like say, say like you're right. If he was old age, I he probably still could do it because yeah, think about it. if you're healthy and young age, you can live a little bit long, you know, older. And he'd yeah. probably be those old people, but you know, like you say, he's wearing clothes. So when you see no clothes, he probably all have his you know abs and all that. So he could probably still do some moves. Okay, I give you that. I want to say, I want to say around his 85, I think he would, <laughs> Batman wouldn't retire. Batman would do it till he just dies. <clears throat> yeah. Batman would probably like the, one of the many storylines, um, Batman beyond, he picked up a gun for the first time, which is why he quit being Batman. He had heart problems and he had an episode where he was about to have a heart attack and he reached for one of the bad guy's guns. He realized then having to grab a gun meant it was time to hang it up. So he did. And then later he meets Terry McGinnis and that whole thing happens and Terry McGinnis eventually picks up the he had the exact same attitude as Bruce Wayne Batman like you know like this is my way I'll do it how I want it though. Or was he like different, a different personality the way he played as yeah. Batman? No, he was still Zach same stubborn, <laughs> but he was old. <laughs> That's the only difference. <laughs> so I wonder how Bruce Wayne felt like when he was like, if he was acting like him, like stubborn, you know, Batman is like, this is, you know, I do what I want to do. I wonder how he felt like, all right, want to be mini me? You <laughs> only <laughs> take this outside, I'll put you to the test. The funny thing is that when I'm thinking of Batman Beyond, I think of the the animated series. And when they met, Batman was actually kicking the ass of the so-called Jokers mm-hmm. who were uh, chasing Terry. He kicked lots of ass before he ended up having a heart episode. And uh, after they beat everybody up, Terry helped him in his house. And that's how Terry accidentally stumbled on the clock and the Batcave and everything. So it's not like, don't tell the police I'll let you join. <laughs> No, actually, Terry went back to the house and stole the suit. So it's kind of like he did. So that's weird. If he stole the suit, him and Jason's kind of related. Could the Jason come by and steal the Batmobile's will? I don't know. Did he? Yeah, because on um, one of the I want I want because one of the episodes I've seen, I don't remember which Batman, when he was got raised, Jason um, stole tire parts from the Batmobile, <laughs> and Batman caught him in the act, but you know raised him up. That sounds about right. Here's a, that's another weird thing. His affinity for taking in broken children and mm-hmm. turning them into tiny assassins, tiny weapons, 
it, that's kind of well, it was kind of like I, I I don't think he'd be thinking because you gotta think about it because if I was like said if I was Bruce Wayne I was taking kids I gotta think about okay if the, like for example Jason he comes over and he gives up and he becomes you know you know evil right but you gotta also think about if I raise these kids would they snitch me out or not because you gotta think because you don't know what they're gonna do after they find out who you are they're gonna probably wait till they get all that training they're gonna call you out and take your stuff <laughs> that's a possibility. But that's why you don't let them in on it to begin with. Yeah. Because now you got 12-year-olds carrying grappling hooks. and You don't know they're going to probably take it to school. Look at I got showing <laughs> off to their friends. Exactly. As someone who knows how children think, I could totally see Robin taking his, wearing his costume to school one day. <laughs> Just to say, hey, I'm Robin. <clears throat> What I've always liked the most about Batman is, which I, you don't see a lot in any of the on-screen stuff, but his mind, his, he's a master tactician, he's a master detective, and that's what makes him so dangerous, but there hasn't been any movie or, about him. Y'all, cause I was say the thing. Yeah, there hasn't ever. There's never he been a movie that focused on how he became that. Like what classes? What class? It didn't say what classes he took. What the what people he met? No, I say after he got killed, uh, his parents got killed. It it shows later on in the movie he became a young dude, a young man, and he just started having ideas. Like Batman Begins, for you know, for example, he finds out by his parents, and he gets sent to this place. He comes back getting trained by, not it wasn't it wasn't Rachel Gould, but it was one of his you know, neon. Lamb, you know, you know, I'm the actor I'm talking about. Well, in, yeah, Lamb. In that movie, actually, Liam Neeson was Rachel Gould secretly, but the thing is, is no move. They always focus on the physical stuff. They focus yeah. on him getting in shape and him learning the martial arts and all but, his gadgets yeah. and stuff. But nobody focuses on how did he get his detective? Good, yeah, of a detective he really or is. his electronics. How he knows how to send me the coordinates and you know so and so. Yes, nobody sort of they don't focus on that, and that's always bugging me because he is literally known as the world's greatest detective. There's a reason that Superman and Wonder Woman and all these other people are scared of him. There was one version where he has plans <laughs> to disable all of the members of the Justice League in case anything ever goes sideways. <laughs> like evil? Yeah, if anything goes wrong, if they ever go Corrupted. dark or yeah. whatever, mind control, no matter what it is, he knows exactly yeah. how to take each and every one of them apart. So you plan for the future? Yep. Because in one incarnation... Someone got a hold of his plans and used them to take out the rest of the Justice League. Mm -hmm. They were his plans. But somebody <laughs> already got their hands on it? Yeah. So, it's like stuff like that. Like, there's no other person that could lead the Justice League or who has the kind of resources he has. They literally, their base of operations is a floating um, satellite yeah. in space. <laughs> it's a space station. <laughs> So that always bugged me. Nobody focuses on his brain. Like, I liked the um, um, I forget his name. The trilogy that uh, Christian Bale was in. The Dark Knight. Yeah, I liked the Dark Knight trilogy, but they focus more on 
the gadgets and his physical uh, attributes. They didn't focus enough. I don't. I don't think on how smart Bruce Wayne was. Actually, was. Yeah, I don't think they focused enough on that. So, I'm hoping maybe this new one with Robert Pattinson probably have a. Maybe I'm hoping that one would focus more on, you know, his detective skills and his mind. How much of a genius he really was. That's I'm hoping. Yeah. We don't. We won't know until we see it, but. A lot of people don't agree with me, and I don't care. But Ben Affleck, so far, has been my favorite Batman. He was our like I I don't I don't disagree, but you know I don't like it. Like don't get me wrong, Ben Affleck is all right. The only thing I I had a problem with it because they kind of changed him up because all the Batman movies you can think of, he never swear. He he never used he never had to use the cuss word, and. And one of the, you know, Batman versus Superman, when he had that nightmare, when Superman, you know, took off his mask, Batman never used guns, or Bruce Wayne never did. But you see Batman over here using AK, you see him actually being brutal, uh, what was that one fight scene, when a dude throw a knife and he actually comes back and stabs him back to the wall. See, but that was Batman anyway. He yeah. didn't kill people, but I mean, let's be honest, he left the ERs full of bloody bodies on a regular basis. <laughs> To to make the kind of impact he made, you have to be pretty fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. I do admit it was a little weird seeing him with machine guns mounted to the front of the Batwing. <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird. I admit, but I like I said, Ben Affleck was always is up until this point my favorite Batman. Yeah, a. Uh, a hero is only as good as his arch nemesis, and the Joker is pretty batshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. The Joker is batshit crazy, and Harley, psychic. Yeah, eventually Harley sort of turned anti-hero. Eventually, she works it with Batman later on. Yeah, and then different. Teams of people where eventually she did do some good. Let's be honest. Joker's never done anything good or useful. Mm -mm. (laughs) I saw a meme once that uh, basically said that... I saw There's a couple. There's one of them where they basically say that Batman's crazy. And all the people from his rogues gallery are all people from in the hospital that works with him. He's nuts. And each person that he encounters is somebody who works at the hospital that he's locked up at, that he lost his mind after his parents got killed. So it's like the other way around. They Joker thinks he's crazy and he's the only normal one trying to say, y'all need to like... And Joker is not a crazy homicidal maniac, but he is instead Batman's doctor, which is why he sees him a lot. as like a nemesis. Because he's the one in control of when so he thinks, Bruce leaves the net house. So he thinks Batman's... The, so for his definition, all these are doctors. And he thinks Batman's the one who owns the building and everybody. So he controls these people like puppets. Yeah. Well, what it is, is it's basically Batman's nuts. And everybody in the... Like the Joker is his main doctor. Penguin. Um, Clayface. Two-Face. Clayface. All these are just Black orderlies. Mask. 
Yeah, who work at the hospital that he's locked up in. And they're not really villains, but he just sees them as villains because he's crazy. I thought that was an interesting uh, take on it. Yeah. And in addition to that, there's also one that says that a different uh, meme or whatever that I read that says Alfred basically... In order to keep Batman busy, Alfred basically is paying actors to pretend to be bad guys to keep um, keep Bruce them. Wayne busy. That won't be surprising me, but well, I think it will stop because who wants to get paid to get almost get you know all my bones broken? Like I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> you'd have to be getting paid pretty well to um to deal with ass whoopings from Batman on a regular basis. Because I wouldn't be surprised me because they different actors because it explains like you say like if someone just got, you know acts the Joker they come back he's like, like say like did I already like broke your foot like how are you, are you moving still like <laughs> yeah so that one was another interesting one that I do enjoy. Let's get into the I know this is an area of your expertise the the game trilogy. Arkham. Yes, the Arkham trilogy. I was about to call it the Dark Knight. <laughs> the Arkham trilogy, which is you've played you them have all and played all of them. What? I don't know the storyline in that one. So, what oh. was the storyline from the the first game? So okay, well it depends on. There's different. They did it different. So if we're talking about Rocksteady, they have their own, and we have Warner Brothers, right? So. So far, we're doing Warner Brothers. That's the origin. Well, the it doesn't show you how the parents die, but it it shows you a little bit flashbacks. So the way it starts, like the intro, say say we was gonna start the game right. The first thing you see in the intro, you see a cave and you see bats flying around, right? And you see this Bruce Wayne coming. Like I want to say, he came from an elevator from you know from Wayne Manor. I want to say. Yeah. And you hear him walk. You hear him walking, and you hear all of this stuff. You see Alfred in the background, you know, picking up, you know, food. It's like I want to say Christmas Eve. I want to say right by, you know, Christmas, or it was on Christmas, or you know, right by. I, I want to say it was on Christmas. It was somewhere near there. Yeah. So um, it doesn't say much about like what what how he started. It just shows that like let's say like you know later on in the game, right? Cops, GCPD, because all they know they so far they don't think there's no such thing as the Batman, right? So when you know when J- Black Mask and all this, he or- he's supposed to be hiring assassins, but later on in the game, you find out that Black Mask didn't actually done that. There's this Joker, he was new. Well, the way how they said it, Batman been out for a, like they say on the storyline, Batman's been here for you know it was a thing for a month in their storyline, right? Um, the beginning of the origins, Joker was a new guy, and you hear Joker like talking about like you've been here for a month, and you know I came here tonight, and I'm already having you know a lot of people starting to notice who I am. Because if Joker's only if Joker was just made that night and having all these plans, cause I don't think he's crazy, but I want to say he's smart. Because if that was his first time, because he knows what to do, like to get Batman. Yeah, but as far as being known, that wasn't Batman. Batman was intentionally in the shadows. He was trying to stay out of the limelight as much as possible. He wanted people to think he was a myth. It makes it easier for him to move and Around, make moves yeah. if people think. If they believe that he's not real. So, he didn't really want 
the limelight. Joker is fucking Joker, so he wanted an audience from Jump, but that wasn't something Batman necessarily Batman wanted, wanted to stay hidden. Yeah. That was kind of always his Dang. thing. Not get yeah. caught. That's why he mostly, if he was doing people, he makes sure in the shadows. Yes, exactly. He's the nocturnal for a reason. Only thing I wonder, though, is how he kept up running a billion-dollar company and spending his nights because let's be honest having a regular full-time job is that is it's exhausting so i how how is he getting to sleep yeah how do you run a billion dollar company by day and then turn around and spend your nights beating the shit out of well no one would surprised me how rich wayne is so he could probably make a hologram of his own self and it probably looks like he's from taking a say like a zoom meeting (laughs) on his house that's because because I seen like all right, this is not Arkham related like one of the animation Batman movies right uh when Bru- oh, bad blood when B- Bruce Wayne got kidnapped right remember the hunter t- kidnapped him and Bruce Wayne was in Wayne Manor but it's Alfred with the hologram and he's talking and he could transfer his voice as Bruce Wayne so that's what he's that's what Lucius one of them's probably doing there in the daytime when Bruce Wayne's getting his sleep okay I can see that <laughs> now let's get into a little bit of Robin because Robin. Took on the wait no, I'm sorry. Let's scroll back. That was the WB's game. Yes. What about the Rocksteady, the actual Arkham series? All right, the first Arkham series you want to talk about for Rocksteady is Arkham Asylum. Um, it you don't it doesn't start as Batman. You know, him as a child. It actually starts him in the Batmobile, Joker behind him. You know, laughing because you know you just captured him, right? It just shows the how the game started. You don't see you beating up Joker. You just see him in the car with him, right? And he giggles, and you're in the asylum, right? And you, later on, you talk to Commissioner, and he's over here saying he almost surrendered without a fight. And he talked about he doesn't like it. So this whole time you're taking him to the asylum, this is all a setup. So Joker, when he got caught, this was all his plan because everybody was know what was going to happen. So when Joker, you know, because they were talking about Batman can't go in here because it's going to erupt the inmates because, you know, inmates are going to get mad for sending them there. So when Joker had that, t- you know, that chance to be with those two cops, you know, Batman, you know, behind, you know, some electricity fence, whatever. So Joker used that time to, you know, break himself out and free, and you can see everything was a setup. And he took over the asylum in that one, right? Yeah, and now if you're talking about how, if you want to see it in that, they do show some Bruce Wayne's um, flashbacks past, because, you know, you run through Scarecrow, and reporting, uh, according to Bruce Wayne's fear, it's his parents for some reason. In the Arkham series, he has um, flashbacks, you know. That was kind of always his thing of like disappointing his parents was like the only real he felt like it was his fault like he had he didn't fear jumping out of a window or a hell you uh, know a tall building off a roof with no parachute or nothing just a cape strapped to his back he didn't fear none of that crazy shit he feared for his parents death yeah he feared being disappointing his dead parents which uh, whatever you know <laughs> teach his own what what the hell was the name of the second game after that? Arkham City. Okay. So they created an entire island for Arkham, right? Well, instead of the asylum. They made up yeah, because um Warden Sharp, he was in the Arkham Asylum. So Hugo and Warden, they were kind of into this together. I kind of figured it out in the first game. Because different, because you know how we know Hugo Strange, you know, test on people. Warden did the exact same thing to people in his little asylum. So they came up with this thing called Arkham City. 
So there's for inmates, and I think it's just for people who work there. They still got so whoever was so kind of like say, if you can't leave, but you you can't enter, but you can't leave. So if you're in, if you're in there, you can't escape. But if you're outside of the walls, you can't get in either. So there's no coming out or no coming in. But needless to say, Batman got in. <laughs> well, well, actually, Batman got captured. He got I want to say kidnapped because he finds out because um. The way Arkham City plays it, you're Bruce Wayne, right? You're in the chair. You can't move, but you hear Hugo talking, and you hear him talking about "We know your secret," and he talking, and you hear Batman say, "You're not gonna get away with this." And he, uh, I want to say, I remember it was a guard of Hugo, but one was torturing um Bruce Wayne. Hugo walks away, so you're over here walk rocking your chair around trying to escape. So you're playing as Bruce Wayne, right? You know, and you like you you don't I want to say you escape, but at the same time you don't because you get you get knocked out by an inmate and you just woke up to a different you know alleyway. And yeah, the, okay. the, if you want to know how he got the suit, he gets up in the tall building. I want to say he climbs up his way up to the t- tall building, and he has you know him. He has that little secret way to contact Alfred, let him know, send the suit on the way. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know how the last one, Arkham Knight. Yeah, started. That one ties into one of the earlier comics, where um. Cause I know in the on and movies and um the game, it was simply that Jason Todd survived the warehouse explosion after yeah. um Joker beat him with the crowbar. crowbar. But in fact, he in the comics he died, and they used the Lazarus Pit, which is Rachel Ghoul's thing, to uh, bring him back from the dead and he came back well under the red hood scene the movie it even shows you that he came back with Lazarus Pit but the way it had to say Roger Gould was kind of up in the setup but he wasn't expecting the explosion though he knew about um, Jason getting tortured though it doesn't surprise me but um yeah and when he came back he came back a little off not to mention he was pissed about the whole dying thing which I get (laughs) So he probably came back to probably remember what happened. To, probably mad like, why did he not save me? So he's probably like, yeah, so use this and, chance. I'm going to get back at you. And for whatever reason, however, he ended up teaming up in the game. He teamed up with Scarecrow. Scarecrow and this fucking army. I still don't know. Militias. Yeah. The army of motherfuckers from. But in the end, Batman finds out that the Arkham, Arkham Knight, Knight is in fact... Jason Todd, and, and he's alive, and Jason has a change of heart, and he ends up becoming Red Hood. Yeah, yeah, freeing Batman, who in turn kicks Scarecrow's ass and at the end saves the day at the end before he initiates his Nightfall protocol. And we won't tell anyone until any spoilers now. <laughs> that game is so old that it. That shouldn't be a spoiler. <laughs> we don't know, because you don't know there could be small kids who just got start playing it. You're absolutely right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so where you want to... What part you want to move to next? Um... We could do the... Yeah. Um, we could talk about the suits, or we could talk about the, his vehicles or his gadgets. Let's talk about... How terrible of an idea it was for George Clooney to play Batman. <laughs> well, 
Because I personally think that was a terrible idea. Well, George Clooney should have stayed out of the bat suit. I uh, I ain't had a problem with um George Clooney. I I like Val Kilmer too because I thought he he was all right too as Batman. Like I like I said I don't hate the movies. I didn't like I didn't hate it, but I didn't I, I liked it. It wasn't in your top five. Yeah, I was just say like they didn't like there were some silly moments like they can, they put some weird funny moments like in some scenes. I don't. Yeah, I don't get with the the George Clooney Batman. I'm sorry. It's, just like you don't like Ben Affleck, I'm not necessarily a fan of George Clooney playing Batman. Teaches on, mm. um, <laughs> but the Batmobiles have changed almost as much as the actors. Every the- every different actors, <laughs> different cars. Yeah, that's. I gotta say honestly, the Tumblr, although all it. Although Ben Affleck is my favorite Batman, the Tumblr from the, the Dark Knight series that has to be my favorite of them yes, all. That's my favorite in terms of the Batmobiles. He didn't have a bat plane in that trilogy, did he? Dark Knight, he, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, uh, he did on the Dark Knight Rises because if you remember at the end, he that used that like thing. A flying car. I I I, say, I don't know what you want to call that, but I remember at the end he had a flying thing to get rid of that bomb and he made a sacrifice. Yeah, but not really a sacrifice. Well, yeah, he lived at the end, but yeah. Well, fake his death. Um, it's Bruce Wayne. He there's no insurance. I'm pretty sure there's an offshore account somewhere that he's got a few hundred million dollars in. So. I don't think money is an issue for him starting over under a new name. Yes, top five Batman gadgets that you would want in real life. All right, if I go choose top five, all right, um, it, Batarang be my first, Grappler be my second. Um, I don't know what you call remote remote control Batarang as a regular Batarang, or you call that separate. I've got that separate. All right, I'll probably put the uh, remote control battering, and I'll use the um, what's that three? Okay, then I'll use um the freeze grenade where you know, <laughs> you know freeze people, and I'll use the explosive gel. Okay. Um, grappling hook number one, of <laughs> course. Batarang number two. If we're talking from the game, remote hacking device. I was gonna say that, but I was say you said five, so I was gonna say um. It'd be really cool to have a remote control car, but I'm not sure if that counts as a gadget or not. Well, he has a little. Well, if you if you go behind the scenes, the way he does it, he has a little on his arm, so he actually does control it. But that, you know, yes, that would be number four. That holographic talking um, to Alfred. Yeah, little zoom phone, call. Yeah, holographic zoom call on his wrist. That would be number four, and what would be number five? What about that line launcher he used? Eh. A lot of body work, but... You know, I've got to say the disruptor. And he used the, um, the disrupt people's guns. Yes, that would be my number five, yes. Because I think that's a little more useful than the line launcher thing. Mm-hmm. Which, oddly enough, if you remember the first Batman movie with Michael Keaton, he had something very similar to that when he first met the Joker. Towards the beginning of that movie. We talk about Jack Nicholson, right? Yes. 
he had something very similar to that then. Now let's go towards the Justice League. One of my favorite things about him and his tenure as a one of the holy trinity, as they call him, of DC is the fact that he just seems to be running the fucking show. <laughs> He's the only, like, regular human in the original handful of people, the original lineup. Well, Hal Jordan's normal, but he's human, but he has his power ring. Yeah. So, but in terms of, like, no powers or anything, he's the only one. Was Grant Arrow, I want to say, was he in Justice League? He wasn't one of the original. Not the original, but later on? I believe later on, yeah. But he wasn't one of the original members. No. So, Bruce Wayne was the only actual human yeah, with no powers, yeah. Because Hal Jordan's human, but he's got his... He has to have his ring for his specialty, so... Yeah, so... I love the fact that he... He runs the show, being the only dude there. <laughs> now we are going to... Switch gears briefly to the... Random, random fuckery, fuckery of the week! Of the week. And this one is a story... Of a young lady who faked cancer in order to gain money for her freaking wedding. Even her fiancé didn't know that she was faking. This is so shitty, it's a shame. She raised $11,000 through uh, GoFundMe to pay for her wedding but she did it pretending to be sick and dying that is so shitty it's a shame what do you think about I think it's wrong because you said 11 what $11,000 that could have been the so they kind of gave her the money could they use that for research or use to help somebody else for people who actually had cancer yes they could have That they could have totally that could have gone to people who actually have... Need a dream, you know, a bucket list. Exactly. Legitimate cancer who were terminal and wouldn't be able to get better. That could have used that money to for a bucket list or for research or for other people who needed, you know, transplants or whatever. She did it because she wanted... A marriage. Yes, she wanted an expensive wedding, so she faked cancer to pay for an expensive wedding. That's next level shitty. And what I hate is she only got like five months in prison. I that's I think she deserves kind of deserve more because that's almost taking away a life just stealing all that money. Almost that's, stealing, but you know, cheating your way to get it. Yes, and I don't think she should have got off that easy. I don't think that's. She deserved way more than just five months in prison. Nobody. What else do you say to that? (laughs) But yeah, that's going to wrap it up this week. I've been your host, Patrick. And Blake. And we will see you next week.